Hi kids, Jody here. Just before we start the show, I want to tell you guys about our Patreon page, which is, can be found at patreon.com slash from the bunker. We have three tiers that we offer. The $1 tier, $1 a month, is this show once a week, commercial free, which includes this commercial and any others, um, plus an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline every week commercial free. And then the tagline, after the tagline stuff, we kind of talk dirty. I don't, I don't censor after that. At the $5 tier, we also get the $1 tier stuff, everything you get there. Plus you get a sketch a month. At the $10 tier, you get the sketch at the $5 tier, plus the show every week, commercial free and the extra stuff and an extra one more sketch per month. So think about it. It's, it's a lot of entertainment for relatively little money. Um, and if you do buy any of the tiers, a year in advance, you get 5% off. So thank you in advance for those of you that will sign up in the future. And uh, let's get on with the show. I'm good. I Are got you my, good? You've tested negative. I have. Uh, You're very negative right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pregnant. Hang on. Should I put the cans on? You should so that you can uh, hear the I, music. I just like listen, saying the word cans. Can, whose cans? My cans? My cans, cans are in. Are we going? Is no, this it? See the, the how music? the thing is mu- moving? I don't hear the music, though. The music isn't on yet. Oh. Do you want the music? No, I don't care. Here. Let's do this. <laughs> you are back, baby. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and Sean Bunker. You're reading my calendar. Yeah, I always do. I always like to know what I'm what doing. I sh- what I what I should be doing. There's colonoscopies. There's eye exams. There's dental appointments. There's all these things on I had there a that I got. And a colonoscopy the same day. <laughs> no, my answer would be that that would be a hard no. That mammogram and colonoscopy on the same day for the, me would the, be not a good day for me. Well, hi, I'm Jody Hamilton. Sitting across from me, the newly negative uh, Sean Legs Barton. He is over the COVID, which we will discuss. If you need to email us, email us at info at from dash dash bunker dot com. And back to the calendar. So, no, yeah. I had a virtual colonoscopy on the 10th. <laughs> I said, I'm um, sorry. How does one do a virtual colonoscopy? So, what they do is that when you go, hey, Lonnie, I'm going to need your help here. A little. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no. I'll tell you. It's a CT scan, basically, is what it is. Do you want to know or not? Oh, my God. That's. Have uh, you had one yet? A, a regular one? <laughs> a virtual or no, an regular action? one? No. You're at that age. Hey. You're past that hey. age. They're starting it at 45 now. Nah, I don't, my have, first one was I don't at 50. have any family history. And, Doesn't matter. And, you know, my body has other issues other than that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that we should start with the mental. I had a friend who died when she was barely 40. That's my answer. So. Okay, so here, here's what it is. The okay. virtual is, you, it's the same prep. <laughs> it's the same exact prep. Do you know what you have to do? I got to drink this stuff. Lots of it. And then you sit... On your commode, yeah, for many hours, many, 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 many hours. Until, Are my legs falling asleep by this point? Yes, it's basically it doesn't like you start. It, they tell for I don't know if the regular one is the same as what the prep is basically the same. You start taking this stuff at like eleven o'clock in the morning. I suggest taking it earlier, depending on when your colonoscopy is. But so you, they tell me just you start taking it at eleven a.m. and then you take some other stuff at two p.m. And some other stuff at 5 p.m. And some more stuff at 5.30. And then some more stuff at 8. And uh, around 2 is when all hell starts to break loose. Is this a.m.? Yes. No, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. is, is the, okay. your, your 
your journey. My journey. Okay. And you can't have, uh, it's clear liquids, which includes coffee, sodas, but if the liquid has red or purple, okay. they don't want you to drink that because it can show up as a polyp. Okay, so no cosmopolitans and, and Right, like so you okay, can have okay. like like uh, lemon, oh, no alcohol, obviously. Oh. You can't have alcohol. Uh, screw that. Um, but it's clear liquids for the mm-hmm. whole, no creams, um, uh, and no orange either. They don't want orange or, or red. I'm sorry, no creams? No cream, no creams, clear liquids. And if oh. you can see through it. <laughs> sorry. Just like coffee is okay. Um, any sort of uh, like a chicken. I'm thinking more like body lotion, hand cream, that kind of thing. Different kind of liquids. It, okay, just well, you said cream. I'm like, what? No, okay, no, like okay, no so cream in your coffee. Got it. And okay. so, um, so you do that the, for the day before your your colonoscopy. Mm. So with okay. a regular colonoscopy, you have to have somebody take you there. Why? Because they knock you out. Oh, okay. And then they Why did, okay they stick a camera up your hoo ha up your hoo-ha? Up your wazoo. My wazoo. Up your wazoo. Because okay. uh, the ladies have hoo-hahs. Men and yes. ladies both have wazoos. Got it. So they stick a camera up your wazoo mm. as far as they can get it in your large intestine. Right. And then they pull it back out. And then if they see polyps, they go in and get them. <laughs> That's summer camp. Okay. Now, the, the difference between that and mm-hmm. a virtual colonoscopy, yes. there's a couple differences. One, <laughs> you're not knocked out for the virtual. Okay. They literally blow gas up your ass. CO2. And then I'm sorry, who's 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 blowing up in they, the virtual? They put, a, they put a little straw up your hoo-ha, up your wazoo. This is the virtual. Yeah, they put a straw up your wazoo. This isn't an at-home thing. No. Oh, see, this whole time I'm thinking it's like an at-home thing. No, like, no, you have a, to go. Okay, I didn't know. It's a doctor. I, I thought that it was like a, it was like a take-home thing. No. It's no, like, no, I don't no, see that's that the poop. My, that's the little guy in the I, box. Yeah. That's the little guy in the box that right. walks around. This isn't that. No, this is <laughs> this is not that. So this you, is I'm going you drive yourself. You okay. don't get knocked out. Am I going to my local CVS? No, you go to a radiologist who does this for a living. Okay. And then um, they, they stick a little teeny tiny little baby straw, not about this big, like your pen. For those of you getting the video podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And they stick that up your wazoo. Okay. And then they fill your abdomen with CO2. Okay. Just gonna make me Which gassy. makes you want to fart. Yeah. Like really makes you want to fart. And you really have nothing in there at the to- at the moment because you've really gotten rid of every possible thing you could have ever had in your colon for oh, the yeah, last hope. five sure. years. Mm-hmm. And so they the, the nurse says, Please don't fart because it's not that it's gonna bother me, it's just that then we just have to fill your up more and it, oh. it's uh, the word pain is not the right word it's very uncomfortable sure because you have to hold it sure and all you want to do is not okay and so then you're it, it's a, it's a ct scan sure and so they they have you on your back and then mm-hmm. on your sides and on your stomach okay and they go actually it's just on your back and your stomach yeah just on your back and your stomach and they tell you to go in mm. well they pull you in sure and then you have to hold your breath mm. there's a little guy that has a little picture that goes Right, and then yeah. they actually tell you that because when you're on your stomach, you can't see the little guy. Mm-hmm. And so it takes about 10 minutes, okay. and then they pull the gas out, and then, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's a CT scan. They can see basically from your lungs mm-hmm. all the way down. So they can Great. see your liver, sure. your kidneys, oh boy. your colon, oh boy. and uh, your stomach and the lower part of your lungs. Mm. Um, and the difference is because the camera that goes up inside your wazoo can only see one way. It can't see backwards. So the folds that are in your colon, uh-huh. it can, can only see what's in front of it, not what's behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the virtual... Because it's a CT scan and you've turned over and stuff, right. it can see every fold and curvature and stuff. And um, it's a, as effective right. as um, a regular colonoscopy. It catches, it basically, 
as many polyps as you would normally. Okay. Um, only you're not knocked out. Mm-hmm. You get the result. My guy gives results immediately. Okay, cool. Um, and you, but you have to do it every five years versus every ten. Okay. And the second thing is insurance doesn't pay for it, but it's a lot cheaper. So oh. if you have a bad deductible, right, this is worth this it. Is worth it. So uh, what and then we- I had the mammogram, and I was squeezy. <laughs> Did you have to go to a different place to do that? Same place. Oh, okay. All at once. Oh, wow. Twofer. Nice. Well, five years ago, I had to get a mammogram, a colonoscopy, and a bone density test. But they What's wrong c- with your bones? Uh, my age. It's, you get the test. Oh, my God. Do you read everything on WebMD? No, my doctors oh my God, tell me these things. Don't believe them. Because of their, all their medical school? I know. Come on. Don't you think they at know by 50, now? 50, mm. women who are menopausal? Yeah. It's an issue. Osteoporosis is an issue, and so I had. But with 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 having a bone density test, I couldn't do the colonoscopy at the same time. Don't so I did the mammogram and the just the a bone. conspiracy theory. No. Okay. So I did the mammogram and the bone density mm. the same day, but the colonoscopy a different day. Uh, okay. If I could have done all three at once, I would have. So yeah, I got squeezed and mm. air blown up my ass. The I same come day. from the theory that if you go to the doctor, the doctor, he's going to find something. Mm-hmm. I think I've discussed this before. It's kind of like going to the auto mechanic. Uh-huh. You don't take your car in to have your auto mechanic going like, you know, Mr. Barton, you you are really, truly taking care of this car so well. Don't need a brake change. Don't need anything changed. Don't you change your oil? No. No. I think that's why you take Ubers now. Yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> but, that, but, but isn't that what they do? It's it's their job to find something. No, they hopefully don't how find many anything. Times, how many times have you gone to the doctor and you said, you know what, Ms. Hamilton, you... Are incredible. You are up until a I fine had blood pressure issues. Running I, uh, machine until I was about forty-five, and then it's nothing. Then but my blood pressure was you're, you're starting pain. to get bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait a minute. How how long ago did we start this show? Ten, twelve years. Okay. Thirteen. Almost. Right. It'll be so thirteen in March. Can't blame me. No, cool. it's not your fault. Nice. Yet. Yet. Great. And you can't blame Shocket for your disease. Oh, a little of, too far out from that. Too right. far out from that. Speaking of your disease, so yeah. you had the COVIDs. No, that's just a rumor. And so, do you think you got it traveling? Because you've been traveling. Well, okay. So here's the story: is that uh, I did travel uh, shortly after the first of the year. I was gone for a week mm-hmm. in the fine state of Missouri. I'm just gonna let that hang there for a while. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I came back, and I came back to a house of COVID. Oh, they had it. So the, the your so people, my people. My pe- <laughs> Why didn't you come here and stay here? Uh, Did they not know it yet? No. Well, no. Because uh, I... What's it? Yeah. Because I flew back on a Sunday and Sunday afternoon, uh, two out of the four... Tested? Tested positive. We tested negative. And then two days later, the lady of the house tested positive. But I was I was hardly at home anyway because I was already... I was working at Cedars. And you, you were fine there because they gave you proper PPE. Yeah, I mean, they they mask you, and then they and then they test you every day, right? And then that was that whole week, and I was uh, in the I was all over that. You ho- should not have stayed there. Anyway, so <laughs> we have Rachel doesn't live here anymore. We have what? room. Um. So anyway, so no, I mean, I was sequestered. I was off on my own, basically. Were you wearing a mask inside the house? Yeah, gloves. Sucks gloves. No. It, Omicron apparently it, hangs out on surfaces. It wasn't, it's it wasn't sexy time, so no, no, no gloves. <laughs> um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, so the like the following Saturday, I woke up and it just felt like crap. And then I scrambled all around my hood trying to find a take-home test. Mm-hmm. There's none to be found. I have several here. 
great. Should've Did you them. order your free ones from the government? Yeah, I'll see them sometime in June. No, somebody just got theirs. They ordered them a week and ago. They lied. Um, so <laughs> everybody lies. No, that's not true at they, all. They, they lie. They lie. Uh, but the, the answer is yes. Anyway, so what was I saying? Anyway, so I got it on Saturday. I tested positive on Saturday. And uh, and I like that you the photograph that you post. Good posted good news i'm not pregnant <laughs> right yeah, no, yeah. Uh, never lose your sense of humor folks. never kids so never. anyway so that was that saturday and then sunday it just it just progressed and each day was like its own kind of uh i don't know hurricane of cold it i mean it, it didn't knock me down it didn't knock me out I just felt really tired and really exhausted. I mean, that was pretty much throughout. I mean, then there was ways of having a headache. Then Did there you have was a fever at all? Not at all. Oh, that's good. No, my temperature never rose. Um, but it how did everybody? How was everybody else's by, experience? So by the following, let me see. I hit it on Saturday. The following Tuesday, everybody had tested negative. Mm-hmm. So everybody else is clear. So on my me. birthday, you tested negative. They tested negative. Yeah. So what else? Um, so yeah, so I basically spent a week uh, taking a lot of naps, nice. a lot of naps. Uh, there is a bit of delirium in there, but I'm really not too sure. It I just don't think been, that's any different. I don't. Yeah, it really wasn't. I, I think uh, so, the right? fogginess behind the eyes, the, you know, brain deadness. That was, yeah, that's, that's I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But, uh, but what I took was just uh, a lot of vitamins. I stayed away from cold medicine for the sheer fact that I didn't want to mask it too much or? yeah because i mean i because if because if i take nyquil if you take whatever cold me- medicine that you mm-hmm. a person would take there's that grogginess involved and i didn't i wanted to make sure that what i was feeling was from whatever i had as opposed to what was trying to cure well, also if you don't have fever yeah and chills and aches then yeah. you really don't need to mask it unless a headache and if, right. if tylenol will take care so of it. so i was yeah so i was popping uh advil tylenol not the same time um but um a lot of soup a lot of liquids um had my caffeine just to make sure that whatever headache i had didn't have to do with a some kind of caffeine right you know, breakdown Meltdown, whatever you want to call it. And uh, what else? I mean, it I, again, I was still up and about. And then by the end, I mean, I I tested. I'm tired of taking. I'm, I'm tired of sticking stuff up There's my nose. There's a new free test on the corner. Did I you saw see that. it? Yeah. I saw that. I'm going like, where the hell are you guys? Yeah, no um, kidding. My whole neighborhood is like now a no, warning. Yeah. But, uh, but what else? Um, yeah. It, I don't know what it would have been like. If I hadn't been vaxxed, and I just got boosted today, so Yay. there's that. Oh, and so, okay, so here's the crazy part. So I come back on Sunday from St. Louis. Which we'll have a story for Patreon. Yeah. Uh, folks, <laughs> yeah. later. So I uh, got back from St. Louis. Uh, as I'm finding out that everyone, or at least half the ho- household, is testing positive, I actually had to get a flu shot before I walked into, Ki- uh, not, I was going to say Cedars. Kaiser. Cedars. So I had that. And uh, so I flu shot, and today I got boosted. Um, so you're so good for a while. I'm good for a while until whatever the next one is. And it, it, all right, so <laughs> I'm glad you got boosted. Couple things. So, so in my delirium of listening to the news, watching the news, whatever you want to call it, I have I I, I kind of came to the conclusion that I think that the CDC would do a, a better job in trying to get people to mask up or even double mask if they would basically say double masking is like sexual asphyxiation. 
except without the belt, the closet, and the death. <laughs> I think that way that it, it, it would be a better PSA and that more people would do it. I wear three masks when I'm outside. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just like someone just trying to smother you. Um, uh, hey, I'm I'm that meme that's going around for those of us that didn't get Omicron, and it's 2022, and we're all like we have daggers and knives, and we're all back to back with each other, making sure nobody gets gets I, sick. <clears throat> I, you know, I don't think that anyone is exempt. I think that, you know, I I said that before years ago, and even more so now. I think that. Everyone and anyone can possibly, will possibly get it. For me, I think that, you know, what I went through as, it, it, I, it was just an inconvenience. Right, because you were vaccinated. I presume so. I mean, I don't, yes. it, it's, it's, it's one of those goofy things that you don't know until you know, but at the same time, there is that, to me, that mindful assurance that I'm glad I did get vaxxed. Mm -hmm. And even to a certain extent of even getting the flu shot. So now that I'm boosted, now it doesn't mean that I won't get whatever the next one is or whatever it is. Well, here's, here's the deal. With the, with the boosters, mm -hmm. it is effective against Omicron better than only two shots. Um, uh, Omicron is slipping through, but they are, I know Pfizer and, and Moderna are developing an Omicron-specific booster mm -hmm. because of the protein, how it attaches to proteins. Okay. Um, and there was the the Deltacron that was starting to surface, but I guess it didn't work, thankfully, because okay. that would have been very scary. Just as deadly as Delta and just as contagious as Omicron would be terrible. Mm -hmm. um, so with the Omicron booster that they're developing, that they that the news so far seems to think they'll have it by March. I'm uh, if my doctor says get it, I'm getting it because if there is an Omicron and another more deadly version mm -hmm. combina combination plate. I would like the antibodies for both. Thank you very much. Sure. Um, but yeah, if you were boosted, you have a, it's like 27 times less chance of catching it, not catching it, of dying from it mm -hmm. than people that don't have any vaccination. Right. And I think if you were boosted, it was something like a ten, at least 10% chance of not catching it at all versus just two shots or just one J&J. &J. Mm -hmm. So boosting, does your, your immunity does go up, even though Omicron can get past it. It's just you have that extra... Right. Antibodies that are going, well, we kind of recognize this. Let's see what we can do. Which also means you're, most people that have gotten it that are vaccinated and boosted have milder symptoms as long as they don't have other underlying condition issues. And that's the thing that, that's really kind of bothering me is that, you know, we talked about certain podcasters and news organizations that seem to be foc focusing in on the – they're not calling it commonalities. They're call, it's, it's another word. Where there was like – underlying conditions mm -hmm. and they seem to be really focusing on it. Well, they had cancer. Well, yeah, they had cancer or they had diabetes or whatever. And they're upset because, uh, people are labeling it. Oh, that person passed away due to COVID. Well, they did. Well, they did. Yeah. But, and, but they, they seem to be like, well, they had these underlying conditions. Okay. I think that everybody has an underlying <laughs> condition, some something, whether it be eczema or, whatever. There's always that underlying condition. So for them to be focusing in on it, to d be diverting away and kind of diminishing the actual, like this is, they passed away due to COVID. COVID. Yeah. End of story. Now, did it exacerbate whatever they had? Yes. Probably. But what started that? COVID. Right. So end of story to me. Well, that's my friend who, who <clears throat> discovered a, a lung issue that she didn't know she had until COVID brought it out. And she's had long COVID. 
for over a year now. And that was one um, of the things that I was really kind of concerned about is that when uh, I was uh, came up positive, every day, at least a couple times a day, I was always taking a deep breath and just trying to see, can I hold it? Is it hurt? Does it do anything? And it never did. Then you probably got Omicron because it, it really just affects your throat and your nose more than your lungs. Then that was probably it because it started off as kind of like a scratchy throat. Yeah. And I'm going like, okay, but I didn't know if it might have been allergies. Right. Because it kind of, I, I, I do tend to get them at least once a year, a couple times. Anyway, so I, that's what I thought it was. But when I woke up on Saturday, I'm going like, no, this isn't. This, this is isn't something no, else. This is not. It's this either is the flu the, or like, it's something else. Like, but damn. with a friend of mine who is a cancer survivor and had a stem cell um, transplant a f- few years ago. He's been triple vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so when he goes to see his oncologist, because he's cancer free, he's, you know, yeah. you never know you there is no cure for cancer, right. but he's cancer free still. When they test him for the uh, COVID antibodies, he has not produced any, even though he's been triple vaccinated, but he has yet to catch COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much he can do. And his, his uh, oncologist basically stated, look, your T cells could be fighting it if you're encountering it and oh, you don't know. Oh. And the stem cells that we transplanted could be also helping your immune system mm-hmm. just because you're not producing those. But he is considered immune compromised because mm-hmm. of his cancer, tre- his cancer diagnosis and subsequent treatment for right. it. And he still isn't after being vaccinated three times, which is why people like him. That's why we have to mask up kids. Yeah. That's why we have to be vaccinated so he doesn't get it. I, I don't, um, I mean, again, I mean, I, again, watching and listening to the news, uh, pretty much, you know, around the house or in bed, I don't understand, I still don't, I don't understand the anger. I don't either. Um, I just saw that there was some guy that was basically just, <laughs> he's in a parking lot and his t-shirt says, that mask makes you look stupid. So? And the part that cracked me up is that I'm going like, I don't care. My rebuttal would have been, yeah, you know what? Death is going to make you look stupid. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand the whole hostility and anger and the What energy. does it matter to him if I'm wearing a mask? Yeah, and that's, I don't get it. So I'm not angry if you don't wear a mask. I feel bad, but at the same time, I'm not going to invite you over for dinner. Right. If you're not, <laughs> if, you know, if you're not vaccinated, I ain't going to be angry at you. Again, you're just not going to be invited to dinner. You're just not invited to our reindeer games. Yeah, you're just not invited. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not hating. I don't understand it. And that's fine. But what I don't understand is that for those that are unvaccinated, those that are unmasked are so angry about it. And if it weren't for them, we would be out of this by now. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Them. I don't know. I mean, I don't... Because it's not just America. I mean, we're bad. Right, right. But other countries are having similar... Pro- oh, mm-hmm. Walmart up in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Canada has just made it that big box stores now have to have, it's a a law Mm -hmm. that if you go inside said store, Mm -hmm. you have to have vaccine proof. So Walmart has announced up in Canada that if you want to purchase from our store, you have to have proof of vaccination. They will have somebody at the door. And if you don't have proof of vaccination, you cannot shop. So the funny part is, I love this part. Boycott Walmart. Well, they don't want you anyway. They don't want you If anyway. you're unvaccinated, right. you're not really boycotting at that right. point. You're just not allowed in. Right. And it's like, that's a law. They're following the law. Right. Like Starbucks was following the mandate mm-hmm. until the Supreme Court threw that out. Right. And then they were like, well, now we're not going to do it. We're not going to make our employees be safe. Well, because. Uh, which is it? Which is well, uh, their purview. Local, okay. Your local <laughs> Starbucks uh, has signage that says mask up. Yeah. And if you want to dine in, you have to show. Well, that's California law. 
Okay. So, <coughs> um, and it's kind of funny that there's like no, but then again, it is but like the, the, one the, as, a, as a corporation, yeah. they no longer are being forced to make their Why do you have to be forced? Employees. I don't understand that. Well, because they don't want anti-maskers to be upset with them or anti-vaxxers. So Who cares? So what? F them. There are more of us They're than They're going to come back into it. Where are they going to get their coffee? Pete's? No. Pete's was doing the same thing. Well, and it's employees that they're, yeah. that it was a hundred employees or more. You have to have vaccination was the, right. the order. And then the Supreme Court after precedent, threw that out. Right. Um, so Starbucks said, well, we're not going to force it. And then another company that makes, I guess, uh, outerwear clothing, mm-hmm. they're like, no, we're still going to make you guys get vaccinated. And if you don't, we're going to fire you. Right. Um, and the only exemption is medical. And then I'm like, ooh, where, where can I buy their clothes? Right. You know, because at least they're protecting their employees. Right. And United Airlines in protecting their employees. Yeah. <clears throat> the, uh, what I don't get, there's a lot of things I don't get. <laughs> That's what I discovered during my COVID. Mm. I know nothing. That was my conclusion. Oh, good to know. Good talk. (laughs) See you next time. Um, But what I don't understand is that how the healthcare system, as screwed up as it was before the whole COVID situation, Mm -hmm. has really shown just how screwed up it is, even more so. To sit there and tell healthcare workers, you have to be vaccinated in order to come to work. And then all of a sudden there's a shortage. And then to sit there and say, you know what, vaccinated or not, come back to work. Well, what what the CDC said with regard to uh, anything Medicare, the uh, Supreme Court upheld any any uh, facility that gets Medicaid or Medicare mm-hmm. uh, funding, the government can force employees to be vaccinated, which is good. That's a lot of nursing homes and, right. and hospitals and, and so those places. And then statewide, the Supreme Court has held up. There was a hospital in Houston mm-hmm. that said to their 60,000 employees, you're going to have to be vaccinated or you're getting fired. Right. They sued. Some of the people that worked there sued. They lost a lawsuit <clears throat> because they're like, no, it's a private ent- entity. Right. Da, 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 da. And they only lost like 300 employees. Out of like 60,000 right. for not getting vaccinated. So we're not losing employees. When it comes to what happened with Omicron, mm-hmm. what the CDD, CDC has said is if you are vaccinated, first off, and you are asymptomatic and you have tested positive, right, but you don't have symptoms, stay home for five days. If you continue not to have symptoms mm-hmm. after the, then go back to work. But if you are symptomatic, the 10 day quarantine. Right. So that's that's the people are not realizing that. Well, it was a big topic at Cedars. Oh, I'm sure it was. <clears throat> and it sound it I don't know for sure, but it sounded like that, you know, that workers there were working alongside with people that weren't vaccinated. That's wrong at Cedars. They should not have that. That's my understanding. I don't know that. Please don't sue me. Um if that, that is was, if that, that is that, happening, that that's, that's Cedars allowing it because they're a private entity. They can yeah. say no, don't go to work. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And and the other thing, a lot of pe- a lot of nurses are quitting, um, more so than doc- doctors and nurses. But I think it's mainly nurses because they really have to deal with patient care sure. more than doctors right. do, because they're being yelled at by anti-vaxxers. And so, and okay, and, that part doesn't make any sense to me. So you're being yelled at and so forth, which is. Again, I don't, I don't understand that at all. You're unvaxxed and you're in the hospital. You need help, but by all means, yell at me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Give but me I ivermectin. Well, yeah, no, I'm no, not giving you ivermectin. No, the I'm doctor not. has not ordered that. Right. Or now I'm going to have to intubate your loved one. Well, why? Well, you, he or she wasn't vaccinated. Right. So I don't know how to, I mean, there's, I mean, there's the anger part of me that basically says you had the opportunity 
you had the choice and you opted not to, then my thoughts and prayers are with you at home. You're the Howard Stern. That's, yeah. I mean, that's... And the Chris Lavoie, hurry up and die caucus. That is my knee-jerk anger aspect of it. And then, you know, after I settle down, then it's like, these are people. Well, and that's the, the thing that's bothersome to me is, like you say, is people that have chosen to not because they can't get vaccinated for underlying health conditions or the doctor says, no, this is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's different. Okay. Then the willfully, I'm not doing it freedom. Yeah. Bull. Right. Um, what's happening is those, those anti-vaccinated anti-vaxxers and most likely anti-maskers, not all of them, but a lot of them, um, they get sick. I know kitty. I know you got to go poopy. She's letting us know she's got to go to the bathroom. Oh, she would like to go outside, which she can, but she chooses to go in here. Okay. And she lets the whole house know. Okay. Um, anyway, so people that are, say, unvaccinated, because Cedars was at 100% ICU beds a week or so ago. They were at 110 the week that I was there. There you go. So there are extra beds coming in. Well, they were actually making they were ma- it, making room. It, yeah, it was crazy. And so say, say that out of the 100%, 90% of them are COVID patients, and then another 10% are heart attacks, cancer, whatever. So say you get into a car wreck and Cedars is the closest hospital. They they can't. They can't take you. So then you got to go to Burbank or you got to go to Glendale and then you're dead. Or, yeah, I mean, depending upon the situation, I mean, here in LA, it's a bit different. I think that- We have more hospitals to choose from, We have a lot of hospitals to choose from. But so if you live, let's say, in Canby, Oregon, how many hospitals are in your area within a 40-mile radius? Two. Well, like, and even here, like, how many trauma ERs are there? There's not that many trauma yeah. ERs. There's ERs, but not that many trauma right. centers. You've got USC, UCLA, Cedars, I think, has a trauma center. Yep. St. Joe's, not as good a trauma center, but there is sort of mm-hmm. one. I mean, there are, you know, the best facilities are SC and UCLA and yep. Cedars. Those are your three big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but all their beds are being taken by people that refuse to do the right thing for society. Yeah, I don't know. With the 110 uh, capacity at Cedars, I don't know. I didn't even bother to ask, you know, what of those are COVID related, but I was under the impression that it was at least over half. Oh, at least. Yeah. Um, and it does mean that it's somebody coming in with a heart attack. Right. Um, can't get treated. Or like, even, you know, the one gentleman that I met, uh, was there recovering from back surgery. Just there you go. something simple. Well, I'll call it simple. Um, well, other people are yeah. being are being told you can't get this surgery that you need because of the beds, and maybe right. that surgery is cancer surgery or gallbladder surgery or whatever, whatever, and then you die, right? Because I can't get you a bed, right? Which is bull, right? Um, and and there's been reporting. Oh, most of the people going in the hospitals now have COVID, so the vaccines don't work. No, no, no. When you get checked into a hospital right now, you're getting tested for COVID, right. and. Not because you have symptoms necessarily. You're going into the hospital. They're testing you for COVID, whether you're symptomatic or not, to make sure they know whether or not you need certain care. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are vaccinated, going into the hospital for whatever reason, and they're being tested positive for COVID they didn't even know they had. So th- there's a difference between the people going into the hospital knowing having COVID and being unvaccinated versus the vaccinated people going in for whatever reason and being tested positive because you're getting tested when you go to the hospital. And. I have, I have yet to hear from anybody that's saying, if you get vaccinated, you're cured. You will not get it. No, nobody says so that. Th- I know, but it seems to be that that is their outcry is that, well, I got vaccinated and I still got it. So what's the point? 
So I hear that a lot, and I'm just I just roll my eyes. They're and, not paying attention. No, they're not. No, they're not. It, it's it's. First off, these vaccines, the mRNAs in particular, were more effective against COVID than they had hoped it would be. They, when they, what, what doctors and, and, and scientists and researchers hope for a, a very effective vaccine is 60% efficacy. That was the hope for the mRNAs. They were, when they first came out, 95% efficacy after the second shot for the original and the Delta, which means you were only a 5% chance of catching and being hospitalized and let alone dying from it. Right. Um, Omicron, slightly different variant, mm -hmm. easier to get through, but the boosters help bring your efficacy back up to, I think, 80%. So, and that's huge. I mean, the average flu shot, if you're lucky, has 52, 53% efficacy. And I don't, I mean, again, uh, you know, maybe this is, you know, talking from a place of privilege, but I just look at getting a shot, wearing a mask is no big deal. It shouldn't be. It's no big deal. And Bill Moore can kiss my ass. Yeah, everyone seems to be mad at Bill. Uh, what's he doing? Um, he's basically, COVID's over, and I'm tired of it because I can't go out on the road. <laughs> okay. Rich white man. Well, don't, don't you think he was joking? No, he's dead serious about it. This is the second and third time he said it. I, see, I, I would <laughs> And just he's the take, one that goes, I, I I, just... I, I'm really mad at people that are masking up. <laughs> okay. He's, he's such a <laughs> He's just an idiot. I, let's, okay, I, okay. <laughs> I, I just look at it. It's, it's, it's just dumb. Stop watching him then. I don't. That's, I don't. I stop watching him. Okay. Then, um, I don't know where I'm going to go with no, this. No, he, he basically is like, uh, COVID's over. No, it's not. <laughs> He's stupid. That's, and I'm, I'm done with me, COVID. I, I would laugh because it's stupid. It's stupid. That, and it's like, stupid. oh, I, we're all done with COVID, you ass. <laughs> yeah, we're all done. yeah. Yeah. None of us wants to be doing this. We would like to get back to 2019 stuff. Trust us. We all would. But... Yeah. Uh, it's not done with us. Hey, can we go back to 1977? Eight? Nine? Let's, no, let's go back to 1971. 71. Let's when we 71. were little, little babies. Just a wee lad. How about at least 74 so Roe was legal still? I'll go with 71. <laughs> <laughs> Why 71? Do you have fond memories? I was four. I know. I was scraping four. And speaking of... Everybody was alive in my family, so it was <laughs> nice. Everybody was... Same here. It was, like every, it was a good time. My aunt, my grandparents, my dad, everybody was alive. It was a good time. Actually, three grandparents were gone for me in No, for me, it was it was good. My Aunt Clara, my, my grandmothers, my, it was all good. My was, dad's little was sister was still with us. Everybody was cranky. It was a good time. It well, was, what I've noticed with children, they're fine masking up. Little kids, they're like, yeah, this is cool. I'm cool with that. What do I care? Yeah. They they're, they act more like adults than their parents do. Yeah, there's a, particularly the one parent that went to, what was it, the school board and said, I'm going to come back with guns. With guns, yeah. What was that about? Yeah. Like, why so angry? You know what? We don't want she you. She can homeschool. And why don't the principals just get a backbone and go, fine, we don't want you here Go someplace else. She can homeschool her kids. Damn straight. Let them do that. Go and homeschool. Oh, you can't do it because you work on blah, 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 blah. Then fine. Then you know what? There's, again, there it's the rules. no shoes, no shirt, and no pants, no service. Yeah. I mean, the kids have dress codes. This yeah. is part of the dress code. It's, I don't, it's. Kids are fine with it. They don't care. Just, I'm, I'm really curious to find out what the underlying, because to me, it, it all comes down to fear. What are you in fear of? I don't know. 
And the whole idea of calling it, well, you're just sheeple. Okay. Right. Well, right. whatever makes you sleep better at All night. Right. Horse but paste. It, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you Pea know, drinker. <laughs> don't drink your own urine. That part is still like, what? Travis Bone had a suggestion that they take their pee and their dirt and make a mud pie. And I said, no, put some ivermectin on it. It'll taste better because it go. tastes like apples. Does it? Apparently, uh, when you give it to horses, it tastes like apples. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Delish. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't either. It's, 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 yeah, Bill Maher, we're all done with COVID, but COVID ain't yeah. done with us, yeah. you jerk off. And he said he's not boosted and doesn't plan on it because he's already had enough. I'm like, give me more. Right. Well, give me an IV drip of this stuff. I'm good. My arm has been through so much this year. I had, I had my two shots, April, in April. Hmm. And then I had the cat bite situation. <laughs> so tetanus shot, Jesus. which hurt the most, the tetanus Probably. shot. Yeah. And the flu shot. I think I had a tetanus and shot then I had a booster. on a nail or something like that. Something stupid. But you're supposed to get tetanus shots every 10 years. <laughs> and, uh, Am I? Yeah. Was I? Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, when I had the... the really? Meow, why? So you can see the scars. Why, yeah. why am I getting a tetanus shot every 10 years? Because you could do something and hurt yourself and then you get tetanus and die. Oh, I'm always bumping into stuff. You should I'm tripping over things shot. too. Do you cut yourself a lot? No. Okay, don't cut yourself. Well, well okay, I just said no. Do you drink rusty nails or step on them? <laughs> no, I stepped on one. I think it was like nine or something you like that. You had to have te- got Yeah, I'm sure I got one then. But yeah. that was, I think, the, the first and the last time. Oh. I'm not like no, running I, into like when, rusty saws. No, or when the like cat that. got me, um, they. Uh, Cats are evil. She was mean. Okay. He, Felix, he's gone now. He's moved. Um, he moved back to his old house. It's a mile away. Um, but no, they... they you so, sent him packing? Is that no, it? No, no, no. They moved from the house down on the corner. Right. Um, so the, the doctor says, when was your last tetanus shot? I'm like... Nine. I haven't like... I, I, I long time I ago. don't know. Seven, eight years maybe? And he goes, well, let's give you one just in case. Because the... Not only did I need an antibiotic shot, fun. Mm. Actually, no, he didn't give me a shot of antibiotics. He gave me a tetanus shot and then 10 days of antibiotics just to make sure. Because a cat bite, I've had one don't want that okay it's really bad yeah i don't remember getting i don't remember if i ever got i don't think i ever got bit by a cat i i I'm, remember the cats. beast um uh, uh eagle and and david's cat yes so she was here okay and um i didn't realize it i was oh i was she was looking out the back door and i went went over to pet her and i stepped down and she went and attacked my foot and i didn't realize it but i had stepped on her tail oh and I was like, no. what's wrong? What's wrong? And then she finally, she got my foot really mm. well. Yeah, sure. And it, it blew up. Oh, okay. Really bad. Okay. And that was antibiotics and a tetanus shot. Got it. Um, dog bites don't, the, the bacteria in a cat's mouth is way worse than a dog's mouth. It's about as bad as a human bite. It's bad. All right. Um, cause I've been bitten by dogs before. Nothing. I was waiting um, for the last time you got bit by somebody, but okay. By you? Zombie. No, not by me. No, no. I've never been bitten by you. No, no. That's not, that's really, no. It's I, not a thing. I really, I, see, I don't have that kind You're of. You're not my, very bitey. No, I'm not, I'm not a biter. You're not very bitey. <laughs> no. Um, so what else you got coming up on your calendar? No, so we all started this off with your calendar. With my and the reason why I look at it, I just, I just keep looking at it going like, oh, this is all the stuff I should be doing. Or look at all the things that actually social people do. Okay, well, sort cool. of. How was the desert? Oh, it was wonderful. Okay, cool. It was nice. We, we got upgraded to a really nice room. Oh, my nice. first apartment was smaller. Okay. <laughs> I'm wow. not kidding. Wow. Okay. It was huge. It was like we 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 went to get the uh, the original room that I had purchased was what they call a, a spa villa. 
studio. So it's a it's a king bed, mm-hmm. and then the bathroom has a double sink and then a sink a soaking bathtub. Oh, right. So nice. Um, so I was like, okay. And when we get there, mm-hmm. there was two entrances to the room, and my digital key didn't work, so I had to go to the front desk. Um, so I went through the second entrance, thinking that was just kind of a hallway into like with a closet mm-hmm. into the to the bedroom because right. the bedroom door was open and I could see the other door. <laughs> so I opened the main room and I opened it and to my right was a full living room, fireplace, wow. three-quarter bath, so a shower. Right. And at the couch was a pull-out double so two other people could have stayed and a full kitchen. Oh, nice. And off the kitchen, mm-hmm. which had its own dining area that would seat six, right? a patio, Oh. And then you go to the bedroom, mm-hmm. which was the original room. It's also got a patio. Nice. Very nice. And a fireplace. It's not. It's in the bedroom, and then on the other side, it's also in the bathroom. So uh-huh. I took a bath, and the fire was going. It was really nice. That's nice. It was a nice upgrade. And uh, how long were you guys there for? Uh, three nights. Okay, cool. Now, do you ever feel like, okay, you, you, you go to some place, and it has all these amenities, but mm-hmm. you're only there for maybe like a day or two. That's why three days is good. And then you go... I feel like I didn't get this anything. is like way too much for just right for the short period of time. If I was there for a week, I'd be going like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. I'll get some food. I'll cook and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. We went to the grocery store because we had a full kitchen. Yeah. We could have had a dinner party. Yeah. Um, so we did go to the grocery store and get some stuff for like breakfast. And it was funny because Lonnie actually brought our Keurig mm, okay. to make coffee because mm-hmm. he doesn't like coffee usually that they present to you I at hotels. totally understand. And so yes. as, as we walk into the kitchen area, he's got the Keurig, and mm-hmm. I look to the to the right of mm-hmm. the... Oh, we had laundry facilities, too, in the room. Oh, we could have done laundry. That's nice. Next to the giant refrigerator, a Keurig. Oh. I'm like, honey, you can put ours back in the car. Put it back in the car. Yeah, we don't need it. We're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he brought our own coffee. Okay. And then when we saw this huge kitchen... Mm-hmm. Um, then, then he went to the store and got stuff for breakfast and yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, it was I, literally my first apartment was smaller than that room. And I'm trying to figure out where I was. I think I was either in Indianapolis or where was I at? No, I was in South Carolina. Um, but one of the hotels, it was just like, I had all this stuff. I'm going like, I'm only here for like three days. Yeah. I feel bad. Well, where we stay, we've stayed, we usually stay out there to see Lonnie's mom. Mm-hmm. And before they moved to this place, <laughs> when we would go visit them, mm-hmm. With their other places in Palm Springs, we would stay with them. And then, because of the COVID, the first time we right. went to visit them, mm-hmm. um, God, was that in 2020? No, in 21, uh, we went for Mother's Day. Oh, okay. And um, so we weren't going to stay with them because of the COVID. Sure. And so we, we got a room. And uh, so when, <laughs> when we were out there this time, we saw his mom and, and, um, her husband and, and her sister. Mm-hmm. So we're like, come see the room. So she looks at the room. She goes, now I understand why you don't stay with us. <laughs> yeah. Like, duh. Doy. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it was a really nice room. Sounds like it. It really was. And it was, well, you got upgraded. I, was gonna say. I did. I got was upgraded. It so it was, it was cheaper than I would have paid had I paid full price for it. Plus I got wow. an honors discount for it. Oh, is this through uh, uh, our Hiltons. favorite people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have almost a million points now. So I can almost go to Maui. I am. Where am I at? I think I'm 300k. Yeah, we're I'm there. I got Lonnie a, a card too. So I now, didn't? okay. So now we're both spending just on that. 
Oh, you get like a Hilton card card? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, no. You can get a, I think you can get visas and uh, right. Amex. Oh, you're doing it that way. See, that's smart. You yeah, do both. I, I mean, the points yeah. that you get purchasing things that are not Hilton <laughs> this is not, aren't as good. This almost sounds like an ad, doesn't it? Does. It, it does. They, they owe us money. They can I get a free room now? Hey, can I get 800,000 points? <laughs> but no, I mean, the, if, the, if you spend money at a Hilton, yeah. the points are worth more. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that it was very nice. Yeah. It was very nice. And, and um, I didn't watch any news. Okay. But I do know some news. Okay. Kids, you want to hear some news before we get on the Patreon side? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, okay, you know John Eastman? Mm. He wrote the memo on how to have a coup? Yes. Um, Got it. Yeah, him. So a federal judge indicated yesterday, Monday, that he will reject a bid by Mr. Eastman um, to invalidate a subpoena issued last week by the January 6th Select Committee to Chapman University. That's here in the Los Angeles area. Yes, it area. is. Uh, Eastman's former employer. Basically, Judge David Carter ordered Eastman to work with the panel to produce a log of documents that, that Eastman wants the university to withhold, citing a variety of confidentiality restrictions and privileges. This is why you don't send emails yeah. On the employee email yep. account because your employer has the right to yep. do whatever, whatever they can they read them. There yep. is no privilege at that point because they can look at your emails. Yep. You have agreed. I'm using whatever the company email is. Equipment, My company can look at it. Equipment, facilities, communications. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah. So East uh, Chapman's very happy. That's 19,000 emails that the January 6th committee would like to look at. And mm -hmm. Chapman's like, sure. Yeah. Have at it. Have at it. Have at it, because John Eastman is um, a traitor mm -hmm. um, and a seditionist mm -hmm. um, and uh, should go to the prisons. Um, speaking of... Prisons? Prisons. No, um, oh. speaking of COVID, mm. guys and gals, Sarah Palin is suing the New York Times. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew about that. And then she gets COVID. Yeah. She has said that she hasn't been vaccinated because she lives in Alaska, but she was seen at a New York restaurant, right? Which requires vaccination. Yeah. Yet the New York times reported today mm -hmm. that the restaurant E L I O do not go there anymore. New Yorkers on um, the restaurant that she went to mm -hmm. Elio's or Elio, Elio, um, because she went with a regular customer of mm -hmm. theirs. So they know that person is vaccinated. Mm -hmm. They didn't ask her for proof, which right. means you're not doing your job. Right. Because if I go into, because I'm, you know, they know us at uh, Ernie's Tacos. <laughs> right. Uh, they know us at Casa Vega. Right. Um, they know us at Vitello's, or they used to know us at Vitello's. Not so much. Was that uh, before or after? After. Okay. And um, <laughs> okay. and uh, our favorite uh, server doesn't work there anymore. His name was Eric, and we really like him and miss him. What happened to Eric? I don't know. Different management. Okay. Um, when, when they redid the place. Well, and this was after? After. Yeah. And... Um, so, I mean, at those places, we don't have to show proof of anything because they, we, they've already seen it and they know that we're right. vaccinated. They have you on file. They ha we're on file. Sure. But if I brought you. Yes. Show me. I'm willing to bet you that if we all went out to dinner, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be carded. Carded? Like for alcohol? No. Because you have vaccine. gray hair. Yeah, I know. Well, it depends on if you're eating inside or outside. At I'd any be eating of these inside. Places. I don't eat Just inside. Just a taunt. I don't. I don't eat inside. You don't eat inside at all anymore? Mm. Are you that? Are you that? Have I don't want that stuff. Have you become? <laughs> I don't want it. You know what? You're going to get it. I don't want it. You're going to get it. I'm not going to get it. you want it. or not. You're not, not exempt. Nope. You I are am. not exempt. I am. You are not. Damn you. So um, are you ever going to eat inside again? Eventually. When it's endemic. Hmm. 
I was inside, though, at a, a show on Friday night. How was that? It was good. Yeah. And everybody was masked the entire time. Okay. And everybody had to be vaccinated to get in. That must be very interesting from a performer's perspective. Well, I would imagine when it's a, a musical, because yeah. this was music, yeah. the clapping is really all that matters. No, I know, but still. I, mean, um, it's, I would it, imagine it's harder for comedians and comics because uh, you can't hear the laughter as well and you can't see people smiling if even if they just sort of like the joke. You know I'm what I mean? Not, you know what? Uh, interesting you say that. I know that my uh, local comedy place, Flappers, mm-hmm. uh, requires vaccination they and do. proof of. Yes, they do. Um, I don't... I went to see uh, Leno right okay. after they started requiring that and I thank them for that. Um, I know that Kevin Hart did two shows here recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might have even done a third. Um, but anyway, um, but I don't know... Do you still have to mask up inside? They want you to, as long as you're not eating or drinking, but it's oh, a, it's a restaurant a and a, yeah, a you yeah. know, um, like with where we went, cause it was a, a concert, yeah. not, not a, a dinner theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and 80, God, 90% of the orchestra section was sold out and then it's two balconies. I don't uh. know how full the balconies were, but there was definitely people in the third balcony mm-hmm. in the nice box seats. Holy cow. Um, <clears throat> and was this it was local or is this desert? Desert. Okay. And uh, so it was a 30-piece th- orchestra. Wow. That's nice. Including my mom's husband. Oh, really? Drummer. Cool. He helped get everybody else hired. Um, and then the two singers. And um, Was your mom there, too? She was there. Oh, cool. Nice. And so was Bob Mackey. How's mom? She's good. She's got a show in Palm Springs on Friday and Saturday. Agua Caliente. She never calls. She never writes. Well, I mean, she's she ain't doing the meet and greet. Because because she's eighty eight and does doesn't also she also does not want the covids. Mm. Um, okay, but she is performing. And it's a one woman show, so it's, she doesn't have to be. And it's a big theater, so she mm-hmm. won't be close to anybody. But that was the thing: is everybody on stage? They were all vaccinated. The string section was all. Is she doing that uh, Mark up. Twain. Uh, yes, she's doing. Okay. She took over for Val Kilmer. Okay, excellent. Cool. <laughs> she's the wig and the mustache and everything right. and the cool. white suit. Right. Cool. Um, well, I'm glad so you the, had to tell us that about you know the wig and the mustache and the suit and the suit. Um, the string section was all masked up. The horn section couldn't be for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And Brian wasn't and but his he was all glassed in right. and so was the other percussionist. Okay. Um so everybody other than the horn section for obvious sure. reasons they couldn't be. But you know everybody in the theater was masked up mm-hmm. the whole time. No right. I didn't see one person pull it down. Um No drinks? No drink. No, it's a oh, concert. It's a concert. Then. I mean, and they did have a bar set up, but only outside mm, okay. uh, beforehand, Got and it. there was no intermission. Right. So it was just a ninety-minute show. So you had to get your pregame outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then David wasn't planning on seeing anybody inside after he was like, "Meet me outside," right. you know, at the artist entrance. Right. And then the McCallum basically said, "No, you can have you know a small group of people in," mm-hmm. and so they had a small group of people, you know, coming in and going out uh, to say hi and bye kind of things, you know, which is where I got to see my mommy. Cool. Um, but no, I mean, and that was the third time I've been indoors. The first time was Good. at Flappers. Okay. Uh, seeing Leno. Right. With a surprise, Arsenio Hall. Set, oh, okay. Which was fun. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then uh, the second time was Licorice Pizza for the premiere. How was that? The movie or the premiere? Both. I liked it. Let's go with the premiere. The premiere was lovely. Okay. In fact, Paul insisted on his set. It was all vegan. And oh, so okay. at the premiere party, right. it was all vegan, and Lonnie actually enjoyed the vegan hot dog. Yeah, there's a lot of vegan stuff that I like. Yeah, there's really good stuff. Yeah. And so Paul was insisting on that, which I liked. Um, and the, the party he, was fun. Has he been for quite a while? I have no idea. Okay. I've seen him eat turkey, but it's been a while. And he, he 
did the vegan because health reasons. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, because the movie doesn't have that. I mean, it takes place in the seventies in in the valley here. Right. Um, I enjoyed the film. Lonnie Lonnie was like, it's like a slice of my life movie. So he doesn't like that style of filmmaking. Oh, okay. I do. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, I I think it's a lovely movie. Good story. I do. I okay. like it. And then, yeah. and then I got a thank you in it, so that's all that really matters. Cool. I keep getting emails. How do you know Paul Anderson? <laughs> Why is your name on the thank you credits? And do you tell them that you were a bully? Yeah. Do you tell them? I, I should have been nicer. I bullied him. I should have been nicer. I wish you would have been nicer to him. But don't we all? Damn. Um. <laughs> but then I did send him something the other day. Um, there was a jacket that I've had for years of my dad's. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, a tuxedo jacket. Velvet. Uh-huh. Wide, wide, wide nice. lapels, uh-huh. and it's kind of a green and blue and white plaid in, inside. Mm-hmm. And Paul loved my dad, and oh, so I just cool. put it in a box and mm-hmm. mailed it to him for Christmas. Oh, nice! And he was like, "Oh my God, thank you so much!" I'm like, "Dad would want you to have it, yeah, you know, because he loved my dad." Oh, that's cool. That's um, nice. And you know, I'm not wearing it, so right. Paul, Paul will enjoy it. Now, his dad was Bernie of- Anderson, right? And the he- great Goulardi. I'm sorry. The great Goulardi. People in Chagrin Falls, Ohio, know what I'm talking about. Okay. And those of us outside of Ohio? Doesn't matter. No, okay. he was uh, he was the voice of ABC. All right, right, right. Um, and he and Conway knew each other oh, back okay. in Chagrin Falls. I'm sorry? In Chagrin Falls. You're just making stuff up. Now. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> they knew each other then. Okay. And then when they both moved out here, and then mm-hmm. Ernie was mom's announcer. Oh, okay. Uh, right. After Lyle Wagoner left. Right. Um, and he also did some sketches with his wife. Edwina, I think, was on the show a couple of times, too. Oh, okay. Paul's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we talk about Paul's mom? I'm okay. friends with her on Facebook. She's, okay. you know, she's Paul's mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, is that what she goes as? Paul's, Paul's mom. mom. Paul's mom. <laughs> Paul's mom. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I like the film. I enjoyed cool. it. Okay. You know, it's a sweet, it's it's not, it's not dark like a lot of his movies. Yeah, um, they tend to be. It's a really Quirky sweet. Quirky and dark and a little bit, and that's what I enjoyed about him. This is not. This is more of an uplifting. Okay. Little romantic movie. It's sweet. And and Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, whose first name escapes me, was fantastic. It's his first film. And the girl oh. uh, who plays the lead, she's also fantastic. Cool. It's also her first big break. Oh, wow. She's a singer, uh, musician. Okay. Um, so they're very good in it. And and then Bradley Cooper has a great cameo. Sean Penn has a great cameo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's those are just hands down, just like, oh, you know. Yeah. And Lonnie asked Paul, I'm doing a Paul Anderson thing. Lonnie asked Paul years ago, he goes, so when you've written films for specific actors, have you ever been turned down by the actor that you're writing for? And Paul goes, no. No. So when you wrote for um, Tom Cruise in Magnolia, you wrote for him to do the part? And he went, yeah. Yeah. People want to work with Paul. Yeah. I don't blame him. He's a good guy. Yeah, I've heard good things in regards to um, his directing. Well, he's a lot like Altman was. He lets actors do their 70,000 takes? No. Wasn't Altman known for like 70,000 no. takes or just or just letting the just just let it just let it go. Just keep rolling, just keep, keep rolling, rolling. Keep rolling. And okay. also sometimes he'd use two cameras. Oh, right, 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 because when he did was it shortcuts? Well, and a wedding. He used two cameras. Okay. Cuz they would shoot one scene with yeah. him directing and the another scene at the same time mm-hmm. with his DP basically directing oh, or his wow. AD I think his AD directing and his DP would set up both sh- sets of mm-hmm. shots and then I believe it was his AD would do the B camera which is a whole scene with people talking and yeah, everything you know it's a, it's a whole B unit just right. in the same house right. <laughs> I remember what why are, we have to be quiet everywhere right. and he just with Mr. Altman it was 
let the actors do what I hired them to do. Yeah. I don't need to tell them how to do their job. They right. know. I hired them because they do this very right. well. I don't need to tell them how to read a line. Yeah, I mean, uh, when it comes to directing and so forth, when I watch documentaries and, and stuff um, with uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, how you feel about his politics, his acting, and so forth. He's a hell forth. of a director. Yeah, and that everyone that I, that I bumped into said, you know, hey, how was it working with Clint? And they just went, it's great, because he just he doesn't sit there and go, action! He just goes, go ahead, mm-hmm. begin, start, whenever. Does he laugh like Ricky Gervais? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, so, it, okay, on that note, We did talk about Afterlife a little bit last week, but Sean has an interesting, because you saw the outtakes. Do you see them after the shows? Because I didn't watch the... No, they're all on... Uh, no, he... Uh, Ricky uh, released them, I think, either yesterday or today. Oh, okay, then we're going to have to watch them. Yeah, those. they're all... It's. Are they uh, on the Netflixes or on social? Uh, they're on social. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, you know, he can't keep a straight face and he's just laughing and he's laughing. having a good time. He's having a, it looks like he's having a great time. It looks like everyone else on the set is having a great time, except when you see like multiple takes and you, at some point you look at the actors and, and just like, go, Hey, all right, all right come on, <laughs> okay. come on, keep it together. We have, we have other scenes to do today. Keep it together. Keep it together. But he keeps hiring the same people because yeah. half the cast of afterlife are in Derek are in Derek. And they're also, there's a few in that the were office, in the office. Assume, they're yeah. also in, uh, what's the one that, um, Idiot Abroad. <laughs> if you ever see that, that was. Did you first. see the invention of lying? Wasn't that his film? That was his. Yeah, I liked that movie. Um, but um, uh, as, as Jody and I were talking uh, pregame, that <laughs> and go Niners. Yeah. Please stop. Please stop. They, they Please stop. Beat the Please anti-vax. Stop. Please stop. Please stop. Hey, at Please least we stop. don't have to see Tom Brady in Please another stop. Super Bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> Sports. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, so it, it was one of the things that, you know, I, I didn't have a great appreciation for Ricky Gervais uh, prior to Afterlife. And since seeing season one, when it originally came out, I, I believe like a lot of other people have become such a huge fan. And if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. If you have Netflix and you have the time, I think it's only six or seven episodes per, per season yeah, or something like that. You can watch all three it's seasons. It's wonderfully, quickly. wonderfully written. Mm-hmm. It's poignant. It's dark. It's funny. It's all, it's very funny <laughs> and it's sweet. Ir- irreverent and sweet. It's all those things. And, um, and it's not with a heavy hand. No, no. Because it, it, it deals with grief. Yeah, that's what it did, and with a person who has just lost somebody, and how he's dealing with that, and and having both of us having lost people in our families, yeah. it's like he gets it. Yeah, absolutely, and it's one of those things that I it was so at the end of this season is the end of the show, mm-hmm. and much like how I felt about you know some shows that that came to an end, it was one of those that I am, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, I am. That I have been so engrossed in these characters and the writing and like so Fleabag. forth. Like I, I, sorry. That's <laughs> I'm still, I'm still mad. I'm, st- I'm obviously, I'm still mad that Phoebe Waller-Bridge has not done a season three mm-hmm. and uh, will not apparently. Right. Um, she's done. She's gone on to uh, to do some very wonderful things, and it makes me mad. Anyway, so my point is that become so engrossed in the characters and the writing and so forth that I am, I am, <laughs> I'm just this old, goofy old man that is just <laughs> deeply, just, uh, I'm just, I'm just saddened. Not only for the end of the show, 
because knowing that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to see this again. You can watch it again. I can watch it again and just appreciate all the acting and, and, and the writing and, and so forth. But it's, it's, it's really a wonderful show. And, uh, there's very few shows that I really, truly enjoy nowadays. I'm, well, it's like right now, I'm, I'm not happy with Ozark. Oh, I haven't started it yet. Shush. Lonnie leaves town. I, I get to watch all of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, there's certain shows that have, that have come back um, that, you know, you, you watch season one, and you're kind of like, okay, cool. And then you season two, and you're like, whoa, 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 you jumped a shark. And, and I'm a big fan of Ozark, and I wasn't thrilled with the end of last season. There was some um, storylines that I thought went on way too long, and I'm going, where are they going with this? Um, I'm into, uh, was it episode three season? Was it four? I think that's what we're on. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I, I'm, I hear it's violent and not a lot of depth to it. That's the review that I've heard. Uh, I haven't seen, I'm I'm looking forward to watching it because I love the show. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's on par. Okay. uh, But it might get worse because I think this reviewer saw the whole season. Oh, I haven't seen the whole season yet. So. So it's, it's, it's one of those things that I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm having trouble. Okay, then we need to talk to uh, Jason Bateman um, at Smartless, and yeah. uh, we should be his guests. We should. I think so. Absolutely. I think I we, think we are on par guests. with your Sean Penns and your Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Uh, and your Tina Fey's. They I need think another Sean on, on the show. I mean, to make a Not perfect trifecta uh, between Hayes, Penn, and... You. Come on, let's cap it off with a Barton. Come on. They'll call you legs. Yeah. Because they should. They should. As they should. And then I'll go on the show and tell them how I actually have connection to all three. Well, I... I have a direct connection with all three. Wow. It's not even like a six degrees of separation. It is a one, two degree. Yeah. Okay, then. Hi. You know what? We need to get to Ryan Reynolds. He did say he wanted to do TV. Yeah. You with the connection. Pitch. Pitch, I think would be perfect. I agree. With his wife. If they want to work together. I don't know. Would you want to work with your husband? I work. I sit. (laughs) (laughs) I've done a lot of cartoons with him. In fact, there, uh, next month we have a Zoloft, a new Zoloft. Oh, cool. And then a, a sketch that uh, you and I did. Was I in it? You were in it. Which one was that? The the one, uh, the Colston Family Therapy. Oh, that, that goes one. Up, that goes up in February. Okay, cool. I think that'll be at the uh, $10 level mm. for those of you that are on Patreon. Um, Got to talk to the writer. But I think I'll do the Zoloft's on the $5 level. It's funny. I'll show it to you. Cool. Um, My mom had a really good note that I have started to utilize. (laughs) I have to fix one part of it, but then it'll be fine. Did she say less is more? No. More is less? It was a sound effect. (laughs) It was more is less. It was a sound effect. Really? Okay. Cool. She loved it. She's like, that is sick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. And I'm singing to her voice. Oh, that's right. I'm lip syncing her, so it's even funny. Did you have to get permission? From her? Yeah. No. <laughs> I told her I wanted to do that song for years, and she's like, no, it's perfect. Okay. And then Jeff Kane gave me the idea of how to do what I do. Right. So. <laughs> and Jeff hopefully will fly out and do another Stan Zoloft thing. I got to find a song. Is he scheduled to come out again? He wants to come out. Cool. In fact, um, uh, David Lawrence did We Got Us. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. And I videotaped it. I'm like, they didn't even try to kill each other. No. That's crazy. That's weird. That's weird. I don't like that. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker.
you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And thank you to MSW Media, AG and Kanai. Thank you so much for having us on your network. And um, if you want to listen to Sean's St. Louis story, (laughs) you do need to become a Patreon member. And we will talk to you guys next week.